From the Capital City, I'm Jazz Garrett. Capital City Fire and Rescue responded to a confirmed trailer fire at Schweitzer Creek Trailer Park. On June 7th at approximately 12.15 p.m., JPD notified Capital City Fire Rescue of a structure fire they discovered at Space 13 in Schweitzer Creek Trailer Park. On arrival, crews found heavy smoke throughout the entire structure. An attack on the fire was made and the house was searched. No occupants or pets were found. Fire marshal is currently conducting the investigation. There were no injuries. Chief Rich Etheridge from CCFR. At about 3.20 p.m., Fire Marshal Dan Jager released an update. The fire originated in a bedroom. The wiring to the ceiling light had failed and caused the fire in the space above the ceiling. The fire then spread horizontally to the adjacent living room and bathroom. Damage is estimated at approximately $10,000. The owner did not have any insurance. It was reaffirmed that there were no injuries reported. Catholic Community Services' Aaron Walker-Tolez and Denny Darby came on to Capital Chat to talk on what CCS is doing in relation to Alzheimer's and dementia. First, Darby spoke on the Bridge Adult Day Center. Our awareness of dementia and Alzheimer's is, is uh, we have a facility called the uh, Bridge Adult Day Center. And so this is an incredible opportunity for people with uh, various disabilities, but mainly dementia and Alzheimer's, to uh, come and spend the day or any part of the day um, with social activities. There's uh, a lunch provided by Meals on Wheels. We have terrific people. It is the most uninstitutionalized uh, day center. It's just a big home with lovely views. Darby also gave more information on Alzheimer's and dementia including some numbers nationally. Alzheimer's and dementia, a lot of people get this, these terms confused in that Alzheimer's is a type of dementia. There are several types of dementia. As far as Alzheimer's go, that's about 60 to 70 percent of the types of dementia, but there are people that suffer, suffer from things like vascular dementia, which they get from like having a stroke or when blood cells or uh, cells in your brain die. Um, and then different diseases like Huntington's and Parkinson's disease also um, present with a particular form of dementia. So in the United States, dementia, there's about 6.5 million people living with Alzheimer's particularly. And most of the people are uh, 70 years and, and up with, with Alzheimer's. However, there is early onset Alzheimer's. CCS also does a family caregiver support grant. Here's Darby giving an example of an aspect of care that could lead to a need for respite. Well, we have the grant, um, the family caregiver support grant, and what, which I mentioned, that we provide respite care for caregivers, so, uh, a break, because caregiving... Uh, for people with dementia, some of the symptoms with dementia are that uh, many people start to do what they call sundowning. And that means that become very active in the early evening into late evening. So if a caregiver's been looking after that person all day long and then they get active at night and the caregiver can't sleep. You can listen to the full program on our website, kinyradio.com. Fairbanks Superior Court Judge Paul Lyle sentenced 55-year-old Brett Gilbert to 75 years in prison for the murder of Mark Mitchell on July 30, 2017. Jordan Lewis has this report. Gilbert was convicted by a jury of murder in the first degree earlier this year. 
On the evening of July 30th, 2017, Gilbert attacked Mitchell at the now-closed Club Machu in Fairbanks, striking Mitchell repeatedly with a hatchet Gilbert had concealed on his person. Mitchell succumbed to his injuries. The brutal murder was caught on video inside the club. During the imposition of the 75-year sentence, Fairbanks Superior Court Judge Paul Lyle found that Gilbert's murder of Mitchell was planned and brutally carried out. Judge Lyle further found Gilbert's prospects of rehabilitation to be guarded. Additionally, when looking at the reaffirmation of societal norms, Judge Lyle stated that normic society was the right of every citizen to live a full and natural life, which Gilbert took from Mitchell without reason. Judge Lyle imposed a sentence of 75 years to serve, with none of that time suspended. Gilbert has been in custody since July 31st of 2017 and will remain in the custody of the Department of Corrections. Coming up next on News of the North, Senator Jesse Kiel came onto Action Line to talk about how the legislature wrapped up as well as parts of the budget, and Ed Schoenfeld came onto Capitol Chat to talk about Capitol Killers true crime walking tours that start up this weekend. Coming up next on News of the North, you're listening to News of the North. Senator Jesse Kiel came onto Action Line to talk about how the legislature wrapped up as well as parts of the budget. One topic of interest was the waterfall provision included in the budget. Should the price of oil go up? When we talk about the price of oil for the state budget, because of the way, of the way Alaska oil taxes work, it's the average for the year. So from July 1 to June 30 of next year. The spring forecast um, is the price we base our budget on. If it's higher than that, um, for the first, uh, I think, $10 of oil price, so about $800 million, $750 million of state income, uh, we're going to split that money half and half between going into savings and going to an additional energy rebate. Because what that'll mean is that energy prices, oil prices, are up. Um, and and so the goal would be to to provide not this fall, right, because it's this coming year's price, but in the fall of 24, uh, a little extra energy check uh, if the price of oil is high. Senator Keel also spoke on the significant increase to education that was included in the budget. Money that we put into education, it's I think it's 170 some million dollars. Uh, it's the equivalent of about 680 bucks per head on the base student allocation that that feeds our funding formula for schools. Um, I, I wish we'd gotten it into law in the in the formula, but but I feel very confident that as much of that money as gets through the governor, and I, I don't think he's going to reduce that a whole lot. There, there have been some rumors about that, but I think the governor understands just how huge the need is for our schools. Remember that the School Boards Association came out before the session and they said $880 a kid. That's what we need statewide. The legislature dug deep into those numbers. Um, I, I supported that. We ended up with 680 You can listen to the full program on our website, kinyradio.com. Ed Schoenfeld came on to Capitol Chat to talk about their Capitol Killers true crime walking tours that start up this weekend. This Saturday, we start at the Juno Douglas City Museum right across uh, Main Street from the Capitol downtown. We start at 1. And people should buy tickets in advance, and all they have to do is call the City Museum and do that. Uh, they're, they're easy to find. It's about 90 minutes we walk. 
It's not a real long walking tour. We do some at the museum. It's maybe three quarters of a mile. And we hit a number of spots that, that, that give us an opportunity to talk about what happened right there or nearby or in a building that used to be there. The tour is led by former Juno criminal reporters, Schoenfeld and his wife, Betsy Longenbaugh. They also host a Death in Douglas walking tour. We also do a Death in Douglas tour. It's a separate true crime tour. It starts uh, by the Montessori School uh, next to Savico Park. And the next one of those is coming up. That'll be in uh, July, uh, July 8th. We talk about a lot about mining, and you just had somebody in here talking about mining and the Gold Rush Days event, which is a lot of fun. Schoenfeld shares a little bit of a story that we'll be telling on the tour to give you an idea of what to expect. Another guy we talk about, Alaska's first serial killer, who went through quite a few different names. He was known as Edward Krause in Southeast. Some of the times, and some of the times uh, under other names, none of which were his real original name, he tended to take people out on a boat or go out fishing with them on their boat, and they'd never be seen again. But there were no bodies, and he was a scary guy, so it took years and, and a really incredible detective to bring him to to uh, justice, so to speak. You can listen to the full Capital Chat on our website, kinyradio.com. Never miss a story or a newscast at kinyradio.com. Now you're up to date. I'm Jazz Garrett for News of the North.